BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The Macaroni Zone. The Macaroni Zone. The Macaroni Zone. The Macaroni Zone. Hello, everybody. My name is Danny Palumbo. And with me is James Austin Johnson. And welcome to the Macaroni Zone, the podcast that feels like, what does it feel like, James? It feels like the piece of white bread in the bottom of a basket of an oily plate of a, a deep fried chicken. Do you know about this white bread thing, I, Danny? <laughs> do I know about white bread? Buddy, I am white bread. Of course, you know I know what, what I'm talking is. about. Uh, but like white bread from a sure. restaurant, it, you think of white bread in in your shitty ham and cheese that your grandma shoves in your hands right before you go to elementary school for the first <laughs> day or something. But like white bread at a restaurant, yeah, that happens. I mean, at the hot chicken places in Nashville, there's a piece of white bread at the bottom of the chicken basket. Now that is something that I'm not familiar with. And all of the red bloody j- juice soaks into this. Just untreated white bread, not toasted, not buttered. It's like Wonder Bread. It's a Wonder Bread slice, and this is what always comes with hot chicken. We love Wonder Bread. We love Wonder Bread. It has its place. You know what I think of more than the bread on the bottom of the chicken are the pickles on top. That blew me away. Pickles. I feel like, because the, the first time I had Prince's. Yeah, Prince's. I, it blew me away. I was like, fuck, just throw pickles on everything. 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 Had Put you been a- to Chick-fil-A at that point? Did they do that at Chick-fil-A? Because the Chick-fil-A sandwich is literally just chicken and pickles. Right. But I'm for, talking... For year, no mayonnaise. No oh, I didn't sauce. Know it was just a chicken breast cutlet and slices of pickles. But just a basket of fried chicken with basket pickles on top? I, and some, something that small. Some sandwich pickles. Blew my mind. Yeah. I'm from Amish country. <laughs> they don't do that. They don't do that with the pickles? No, no one does anything with Would you do like um what what's that sandwich that I had? You know what Wiener Schnitzel, they have something called a Polish sandwich and it is like <laughs> okay. It is like two hot dogs that they've they've butterflied. Yes. It, uh, rye bread and uh pickle spears. Wait a second. Rye bread and a hot dog? Not a hot dog bun? It's a hot dog sandwich. It's like rye bread oh, slices got it. and yeah. and uh and there's pickle spears. And it's it's like hot dog pickle spear, hot dog pickle spear. That sounds. And it's called the Polish sandwich. I know what you're talking about. Yes, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. of course. Yeah, you have to visual the butter butterfly. Mm-hmm. When you butterfly a hot dog, yeah. it almost becomes uh, fit for like a yeah, like a hoagie bun. It's opening up its hand to embrace this. Yes, the this, this soft bosom. Of they, the yeah, that's something you would kind of pickle. do with sausage. Yeah, 
um, a hot dog. I guess so it doesn't blister. I don't know to get more. I don't know why just vinegar flavor. I don't know. I don't know why you would butterfly uh, a hot dog. With, yeah, with it chicken does. it makes sense. I for chicken yeah. parm. Yeah. Take a piece of chicken, cut it. You know, through the middle. Yeah, butterfly it. Looks like a heart sometimes. For a shrimp, a, it makes adorable. sense because how do we take the most dramatic like protein presentation <laughs> and make sure. it just really amp up the drama? Let's like let's take this thing that looks like one ram's horn and make it look like two male rams <laughs> locking their horns on the side of a cliff and and you know to decide who gets to deflower the young fawn. I prefer my shrimp not butterfly. Actually, I just like it nice. Of and, course, of nice course, and because curled. it's gonna overcook immediately. Oh, you know, maybe the butterfly. I mean, I eat it with the with the <clears throat> the turds inside. The you love it with the line. The in, the intestinal. Yeah, I walk sure. the line. I mean, line. I have done that before, and a lot of people in the south. Am I wrong? They do eat it that way. I mean, eat what it are, with the shit. Well, peel and eat shrimp. They don't devein peeling. It's got the shell on, so they don't. They yeah, don't, but there's they that don't way to it. There's that way to pinch the fucking whatever it is, hypothalamus or whatever, and you. When you're peeling really? it, you peel off the, 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 the intestine or whatever the hell you're doing. The line. I never learned that. Call it the line. I uh, When I worked in kitchens, I did so many things, and I never asked questions. I was just like, well, that's just what you do. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't care about why, because I didn't really want to be there. I didn't care. Danny, I didn't care about food until <laughs> someone told me why. It took a while. Why is so important Until Alton food. told you to care. Until Alton told me why. What is cooking? Cooking is heating up the liquid inside anything. Like that's that's what cooking is. Did he define it? I don't know if he ever said it specifically, but okay. once I realized, like, sounds oh, cooking like the- is taking advantage of the moisture in anything, turning the temperature up on yeah. it so that it creates a reaction outside of it, and that's it. That's what cooking is. Is like you're creating these reactions on things so that they're suitable. If it's for anything you. else, like you're making a salad, you can't you can't say that's cooking. You know, what you, you, you know what you would call that? You would call it prep or you'd say dressing. Dressing. Dressing a salad. Yeah. Interesting. There's probably something to that. What do you think? I, well, I think it's all cooking. But I mean, it's like you it's have to. It's all cooking. But you know. It is weird when you're playing Breath of the Wild. But if you want to get super pragmatic. <laughs> when you're playing okay, Breath wait, of the Wild. Okay, wait. How did we get to Breath of the Wild? You Link's, mean when the. <laughs> Link's standing over the pot and he Listen. throws a Tabantha wheat in there and a cane <laughs> sugar and the, he cooks a fresh, you know, yeah. salad. But he's throwing it into a pot over a fire. And the food bounces around. The food bounces and around. And that walk, you go, make her sing, Link. And you just make a delicious. fun. Sometimes I, God, we could do a whole episode on it. But on the I food found my, and Breath of the Wild. I found myself being like, well, this is how you would make this. And I threw a couple of things together and it made something else. I'm like, in what world? In what world? Does that create arancini balls? <laughs> in, what, in what world? They kind of have like arancini balls, don't they? They're like little fried. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. And there's, there's, it, it, um, it, it's really weird what does end up coming out of that, that thing. It gets very liberal with, uh, you know, my problem with that game. What? And again, we're talking about Breath of the Wild for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, it's a game you can cook in. They reward you for cooking five steaks. Hey, what do you, what if you just cook five steaks at once? <laughs> what about five durian fruit? <laughs> and you get yeah. and you max out on hearts. Why not reward <laughs> some great elusive recipe? Complexity. Reward some sort of complexity. Yeah. The a use of the Goron spice. I know, yeah. I something know, you I only you kind mean. of find. This is getting really nerdy now. But <laughs> no, instead but I, know, I I had the same gripe playing the game. Yes. It, I, I'm I'm like, okay, this should uh, be 
this should you know this should be something and instead it doesn't give you that it's it, it gives you the biggest uh boosts on no seasoning in the pot just five you know iron you, mushrooms you know salts listen if you can put five things in a pot yeah for cooking for real mm-hmm. salt's always one there's salt there's one down should always be salt salt and oil like why isn't he pressing olives all the time you know yeah. what i mean yeah Oh boy, the sound it makes though when you make something good, when oh, you yeah. figure something out, gets a little, gets a little pep. <laughs> it's like some sort of like Nintendo just sent us a cease and desist. Notoriously, notoriously a litigious company. It's like some sort of like jungle Seinfeld theme. It is, yeah. To it. It's got a little scoop up, yeah, or whatever to it. Uh, the reason I brought up, uh, I've never once. You know, paid attention in the kitchen is because we would all. I just remember since you're talking about bread being on the bottom of like fried yeah. chicken. Yeah. When we would cook bacon and we would put bacon in like a pan, it would just kind of like sit there. Uh-huh. Would be out at room temp and you'd wrap it. There would always be bread underneath. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's to catch the grease, but I. Don't, I never really asked why that was important. I would, and I was also just like, why didn't we, why didn't we pat down the grease, and then put it in a pan? But it always went on top of some white bread. I would imagine that white bread, the the porous, the porous um, texture of it. That it's a sponge, it, baby. And it's sponge that it would wick yeah. away the oil rather than having the chicken sit in the oil on a wax paper where anywhere that the right. chicken is touching is getting softer and softer by the minute. And and as the oil cools, it's reabsorbing back into the chicken. You want to lose right. that. You want to shed right. the oil that didn't crisp everything, right? Because that's only going to happen at a certain temperature. Once you're taking that chicken into the room temperature, it's got to... You have to wick away that oil from something. Alton does the... There's a uh, he puts sh- uh, sheets of paper towel down and then a grate of some kind. So the chicken is sitting on the grate. There's an there's a what you're describing is so much more efficient and way more how actual kitchen people think rather than okay. food scientist REM music video directors <laughs> who got jobs on Food Network 20 years ago. <laughs> Wait, did he direct an REM so video? video I knew he so directed. Obviously okay, is. but did he direct an REM video? Yes. Fuck. He's did a he Georgia really? Republican. Indie music, pilot. Wow. He's that guy. Yeah, right, right, right. Okay. R.E.M., though. Yeah. He's a never-Trumper. <laughs> Did, wait, what does that mean? He's a Republican. He's a Lincoln right. Project Republican. He's, oh, oh, he's, oh, got it. He, got he it. professed, he, li- it, he liked it. that we went to Iraq. I was like, wait, <laughs> my, my parents are Lincoln Project Democrats. So what does that what does that mean? I mean, he's a pure centrist, yeah, just yeah, like yeah, your parents yeah. are, and my parents are. Did as well. what? What songs did REM sing? Did they sing? I think he did. I want to say that he did the one I love video. That's to the one I love. I don't really do Michael Stipe, but that was my attempt. I don't know. I thought that was pretty fucking good. <laughs> I tried Billy Corgan the other day on my Pokemon stream. <laughs> does that sound like him? Yeah. And what did people on the Twitch stream? I say? think they liked it. I think it was, you know, I think I got some bits. I think I got some bits. I think I got, I think someone went poggers. That's what they say on Twitch. I, a 30-year-old uh, said poggers to me. I, I used I used Alton's recipe for fried chicken when I made it uh, a couple years ago. And uh, okay. it's great. Buttermilk, uh, I think it was just like buttermilk brined. It's so weird how is, his, his southern recipes will be traditional as fuck, and then literally everything else is like 
stick this in a closet for 15 weeks or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But with the Southern yeah. stuff, with his biscuits, with his... Now, there's a contention. A, fr- a friend of mine does not like that there are onions in his mac and cheese bake. Onions? Yeah. So there are... I'm sure... But to me, an onion isn't too big a sin. I mean, you, I'll never frown at an onion in any in a In a mac and cheese, though? Cooked down. What it. the hell is an onion after it's been cooked down? It, they, they it's, di- they I'll tell you what it is. It's a problem. They disappear. Once an, once an onion, no, they do not, though. They do not. You know, and this is something, I'm glad you brought this up. I took chopped onions out of my red sauce. I don't do it anymore. I borrowed no from, uh, red sauce. I, well, they go in, but they're not chopped. I, so I, I borrowed a, a method from Marcella Hazan. Oh. Uh, she, she's amazing. I think she passed away, but uh, just an amazing Italian cook, um, and uh, her recipe for red sauce is like iconic, and it is it's basically just tomatoes, no garlic, whole onion cut in half, peeled, sits in the sauce, sits in it, and you can scoop it out. And you just scoop it out. Now I, I borrowed that. that, but then I add chopped garlic, and then I emulsify the whole thing with olive oil, and those are separate yeah. things that I like to do. Right. But I specifically wanted to do her method for the onions because I'm like, I do hate it when a red sauce, I like chopped onions and like a bolognese if we're talking about like pasta or a, a, or a marinar. A marinar. A marinar. No one says that. My mom, God, whitest woman on earth. Yeah. Caught her saying mozzarella once and I was like, mom, you you married into an Italian family but you are, mm-mm, mm-mm. you are not Italian. Do not say that. Yeah. And also real Italians, I don't even think say that. Do yeah. they? I, I don't know. That's something that I hear Italian chefs do on, and they, they don't even say the R. And I've I've heard a marina, and the marina. I don't. You hear yeah. it sometimes. In I the mean, Italian maybe, shows. but yeah. Anyway, is uh, that Italian American slang stuff happening, or is that they like, say it a lot in The Sopranos? I believe, right? Are you someone so it's that like hasn't a specifically East Coast? I have not seen The Sopranos. Yeah, me neither. I watched it. People would hate this, but I watched a little bit and then I quit. You tuned out. I tuned That's out. Okay. I think it's okay. That's okay to not like something. People fucking put the love. book down, honey. If you're fifty pages into the book, you can put it down if it's not grabbing you. That's a Stephen I think King it grabbed movie. me. I just think it, I think the problems maybe me. I just didn't have the attention span at the time. That's okay. You, you know, know how many times I've started the frickin' wire. You know, you couldn't even imagine how many times I've started the wire. Oh, anyway, James. Yeah, I can't find an out for that, so we're just the, gonna... well. The you know what, Danny, with the white bread, it's it's a special thing. It's just a special thing, and it's just the, it's it's a it's a relationship. The fried chicken and the white bread, it's a relationship. It's it's something complex with something that you took straight out of a bag, and for some reason they. They belong together. And then you somehow. just eat the white bread. And then you just eat the white bread because That's everybody loves in, white bread. It's yummy. soaked in chicken fat. Yeah, your chicken fat cake, your little slice of cake. That little, sounds good. Your slice of dollar cake. Oh, it's so good. I was serving uh, baked, like a, like some sort of rustic country loaf for a while. Mm-hmm. And I tried it, and I was like, I still don't know if this is better than Texas toast garlic <laughs> bread do you know what i'm saying like yeah, the sure. shitty frozen texas toast garlic bread yeah, 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 yeah. it's lathered in like fake you know oleo margarine or whatever the fuck yeah, 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 yeah. i still think that might be better oh it's the best it's you so know good. the thing i wanted to say danny when you said what does the macaroni zone feel like i wanted i said the hot chicken thing because that's sort of just what tumbled out of my mouth but what i meant yeah. was i talk about it every week when you get a chicken tender salad at zaxby's when you get the salad that's the iceberg lettuce, a couple chopped tomatoes, shredded cheddar cheese, 
honey mustard dressing, some chicken tenders. When you get that salad, they give you at Zaxby's, the best part is the buttered white bread, halves, beautiful diamonds yeah. that, that flank the plate. Oh, it's so good. I, I, I get it for the bread what as is, much as anything. What is... What are you saying? Zaxby's? Zaxby's. Zaxby's. Zaxby's is just one of the million... What is Zaxby's? ...chicken tender drive-up-to-it barns that exist in the Southeast. You know, you have your... Got it. You have your Raising Cane's, and you have your... Every time, every so often, you throw out a name for a rest- fast casual or just some sort of restaurant yeah, yeah. in the Southeast, and I have to just take your word for it. Like, Bojangles sounds 100% Bojangles. made up. And if I haven't traveled through, like, Georgia, I, I would, but if you said... A restaurant named Bojangles. I, mean, literally I was like, you're everywhere. making that up. And if if I hadn't spent plenty of time at Wawa's around the world, I would assume yeah. that you were having some kind of stroke oh, and that tr- I needed to call the ER. True. Because you just went, I had a pizza bagel at Wawa. And I said, okay. I'm what is a more unrealistic... Hey, Danny's mom, you need to come pick him up. He's... <laughs> He's well, first got of all, some brain thing. Well, let's say we don't have Wawa's in Western Pennsylvania. You got to go east for that shit. I know it's an eastern. Western PA has sheets. Yeah, it's all sheets. It's all, it's all bad. It's sheets. All bad. What's a more unrealistic name uh, for uh, a place to get food? Wawa or Bojangles? Wawa. I think Wawa. Wawa. I think Wawa because it sounds. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Bojangles. Clearly, that. Oh, that's a guy's name. Bojangle was a man. Sure. And he had he had little glittery spurs on his feet, and he, he made little dancing toys for the children. It conjures this whole mental right, picture of who right, Bojangle right. was. Yeah. Bojangles is the saint uh, the Catholic Church prays to every year. Yeah, Bojangles pointed a, a silver gun at James Bond and, and said, now you will die. You know, like, there's this there's this image you immediately have if you say, though, this is Bojangles. And okay. Wawa, yeah. I Wawa don't... Is, Wawa is... Wawa is something that Wario says. It's a George Harrison jam. It's, you know, it's a song that has no lyrics that George Harrison plays, you know. Yeah. On a, on a, on a B-sides <laughs> DVD. It's, yeah, Wawa is, you know, maybe... It's got to be a Native American thing, right? Is that where they're getting Wawa? It from? Wawa? I don't. That is a stretch. You don't think? You don't think it was? That's that's what it registers to me. If it's on the East Coast, if the logo is a duck, I'm thinking it's some sort of. The this I, is the Wawa River, and I didn't name it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wawa does sound like a river that runs through Pennsylvania to West Virginia. That some white people stole from some It's brown like people. some sort of Appalachian trail. Oh, you take the Wawa trail. The Wawa, yeah. It's, I, I think it's a stretch to assume that there's any reason behind naming it Wawa. But God, I want to know. Wawa. I want to know. God, I, I wonder if we could find it's that. It's a duck. Are they, is, it the, is it the onomatopoeia of how a duck speaks? Wah, 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 Something. Wah. Oh, oh, God, shit. What? You were right twice. Huh? Wawa is a Native American word for the Boom. Canada goose. Boom. That was found in the Delaware Valley over 100 years ago. Wow. I didn't know that. That was some amazing deduction. That was me. That was some really that good. That was me. I'm on Final Jeopardy, and I'm just I'm just flipping through the Wikipedia matrix of everything You've I been understand. talking for 10 minutes, and they're like, James, you need to answer. You need to answer. Way to nice. talk that one out. God. I'm telling you, I didn't know that. I'm super impressed. I didn't know this either. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. There's like a bird or a goose with their logo. It's a bird or a goose. That makes a lot of sense. And it's a damn fine pizza bagel.
All right, James, it's time for Fake Food, Real Food, part of the show where we review some fake bitch-ass processed food, yeah. and then real food from, a, food from a restaurant. Only, uh, I didn't choose a fake processed food. I chose something uh, real. I feel like these, these two foods that we're going to talk about today, I feel like they're con- almost peers. I feel like they're almost on equal footing. I was going to say the whole thing's flipped a little bit. We kind of we kind of ate some. Uh, the real restaurant's a little more processed, and, and yeah, the, the thing you're sure. bringing to us is a little more. Fresh. So uh, we'll get to the restaurant we got takeout from here in a bit. But right next to it was a grocery store called Re. Re. Uh, and I believe it is a full like uh, non-GMO. Oh, vegan. I saw in the window. It says re, and then it says rethink, reimagine, mm. readjust. A prefix uh, uh, themed store. They for sure want to change the way that people are like grocery shopping. Like that's the vibe I get. Disruptors. It, I, the th- I, and I had to take a picture of it, but the thing that stood out to me was they had a bunch of plastic bags. Yeah. 30. Yeah. 40 plastic bags yeah. in the front of their window as like a display, mm. like a place that would net. This is on York Avenue in Highland mm-hmm, Park, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a place that would never give you a plastic bag. I think plastic bags are, are they illegal in not Los Angeles? I mean, obviously, I don't see them anywhere. They don't, you can't even get them at Ralph's or Vaughn's. I mean, you, 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 you went next door to the chicken shop and you brought that bag home. That is true. That's a, I went that's right a next door. Bag. That's not. Some wholesale shit. And they explained that the reason they were in the window, there's like a little sign there that says uh, every year, da, 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 so many Americans waste plastic bags, and there's like 50 mm-hmm. plastic bags in their mm-hmm. window, which I don't want to say it was upsetting, but I think it was like a little much uh-huh. to see that, you know, f- from like a, I don't know, isn't that like a little... And they're like a little pretentious, James. There's a thing, Danny, where we're doing these things. We're changing how we think, and capitalism is following our habits, where we're changing how I, how we think, that there is preachy reinforcement. Preach enforcement. This is a new term I just invented on this podcast. Yeah, I saw you figure it out. There is preach enforcement on anything. Even at Whole Foods, Amazon is for sure destroying the world. And I'm at Whole Foods looking at stuff, and then it's like there's like a sign that's like, Whole Foods believes in our mission, which is to reduce the right. blah, 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 Everyone blah, 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 has a mission. And that's what we buy, though. We buy the thing that has a narrative to it that aligns with our narrative. I mean, Whole, okay. Whole right. Foods and Christians meet up at that frozen Ezekiel bread, and they're like, this is good. I like the story behind this. That- God, God told a prophet who was cooking <laughs> f- food over human shit to make bread this specific way. And then I like that it's natural and paleo or whatever. That's true. Uh, I agree. We do buy from, I don't know. Well, now it's like companies have like a, mm-hmm. they do have a mission. St- like yeah. everyone's like appealing to your ethics a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I just thought it was. I I think like exist as like a vegan non GMO ethical grocery is. store. But like the grocery bag things, like a little. I th- that's the, like a little. It's like a little heavy to me. It is heavy, of course it is, because yeah. that they have to get out in front of assumptions, and they, they and also it's a selling thing. I mean, capitalism is the way that it is. It's it's the dominant way that the world works because it can adapt to absolutely any ideology and. Somebody needs to sell shit to Highland Park people because right. they have money and they need to, they need food and 
supplies as much as anybody. So you have to adapt to whatever the ideology is of that neighborhood. And there's a lot of people who line up for those places like Re. Especially yeah. in this neighborhood. Well, I wouldn't say people were uh, lined up in there. But, uh, yeah, okay, so I'm on their website right now, and I mean, I, I know it was, like, over reimagining, like, grocery shopping, but, like, you can only get, like, a few things in there. It's, like, nuts and, and like, shampoo, uh-huh. and, like, if you want grains, uh-huh. they had, like, a... It, it's all served out of, like, bins and, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. jars, and, like, I went to actually grab one of these bags, and uh-huh. they were like, no, 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 and I was like, oh, sorry. I, didn't, I never know when uh-huh. someone's, like... Uh, you can shop for yourself, or hey, because of COVID, we're doing it for you. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I thought they would have said something first. Sure, and they sure, actually sure. apologized. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. should have said something. Uh, and so they did it. But like, you can only get like three or four things there. And I saw a big bin of uh-huh. penne. It uh-huh. was like three ninety five a pound. And I was like, yeah, that's probably like a little much. And so I think it's like, it's like expensive. It's very Especially limited. Especially, you would think getting rid of the the whole story I've been told is that my grandma won't let me get the shiny glittery box of cereal that is too expensive than the store brand because of the packaging investment. My grandma said, oh, right. you're paying for the glitter and the sugar. I can do that for you. We'll buy this bag cereal, and I'll dump sugar on it and make a wish. And and you would think that it's the packaging that the investment's happening and that they pass the savings on to the customer at the bin place. This was sixteen ninety five a pound. I'm going to let you try this real quick. <laughs> what the hell? But it looked great. Okay. Uh, Thai lemon curry nuts. Let me just read it. Raw cashews, sprouted almonds, and crunchy coconut chips unite with an innovative 15-spice Thai curry blend. Accentuating lemongrass, ginger, and chilies, sweetened okay. with coconut palm sugar and an added tang of tart lemon juice. Did you get all 15 things that are in there? Pretty good, right? I'll tell you what I'm tasting. Some kind of oat something, a cashew, a citrus, and a funky spice mix. Yeah, you're definitely getting the the curry. Yeah. And the little coconut. Lemongrass, really lemongrass, ginger, chilies. Lemongrass. Really, I guess Is lemongrass. That what these little shreds are that I'm seeing? These like little I think so. No, I think that's lemongrass, isn't it? It's like uh Hmm. It's like kinda all baked together or something. It's pretty good. It is I pretty liked good. It. What is this? Now, those guys are coconut, mango, pomegranate. Coconut, pumpkin seeds, mango, and pomegranate seeds combined for a moist, chewy, and flavorful brown rice chew. James? I don't like stuff like this, and I'm going to give it a shot. Don't you just crave a brown rice chew sometimes? Almost never. This is... This is... It's a little chewy. This is the hippie food that the Republicans warned me about. This is what they said everything in California was going to be. This is this is the Annie Hall we're going to Hollywood scene and talking to Paul Simon. You know what I mean? I don't like that. Brown rice chew. I do like those actually. I mean, I like I like I like raw. If you like these flavors, these are a good example of these flavors. I, however, do not. Yeah, I guess what is the point other than to ingest like a couple superfoods at once? You know what I mean? If you're like you got to get like your coconut, your pomegranate and your and your rice all yeah. It's a it's an energy ball. Who needs their snacks to do this? Who needs their snacks to be so expensive purely just to get rid of packaging? I mean, it's like 
the point Fuck. of these stores, there's two of these stores on York that are like, there's no packaging here. Bring your right. own, bring your own, you know, apron to dump all of these shallots <laughs> into or whatever. And um, and uh, uh, I don't understand. I mean, I just don't get that there's both a market for this type of food at all. But well, there is they resent the packaging that a thing like this yeah. could be. In. Well, there is in a gentrified area. Yeah. Say that. I think there is. Yeah, I mean, I, that's the first thing I thought of when I went there. I was like, oh, God, Christ, of course. Oh, yeah. Is it, it's like also a trendy ne- grocery store popping up on York. I mean, I'm sure it's been there for a while, but it's like, I feel like that's one of the, you Next know. to a pawn shop that's about to be shut down and, and a, a hardware store that couldn't possibly right. survive, and it's survive like another month. Step above, like, I don't know, what's like a, is it Sprouts? Is that like a... Like a health food store or it's like something close it to is, it, or but Sprouts is just a little bit more tethered to reality. Sprouts, <laughs> Sprouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This when is... they make the sandwich, they wrap it in the saran wrap and they put it under a pretty light under on some ice. The art piece in the front window that is a bunch of bags and you know, saying like, "This is what people." Come on into Ralph's. Uh, uh, please ignore our dying <laughs> pelicans covered in oil slick. Uh, we just put that there to remind you of your many sins as you <laughs> yeah, right. as you chip away at Earth's sustainability. Come right. in here and buy these food. Right. Yeah, it is very weird that you, you, before you go that, in... That uh, dead guy in the corner is actually an art piece. <laughs> That's what they tell you at Ralph's. <laughs> they go, there is always fucking chaos at This my is what I hate about some of this like liberal world shit is, man, I left... I left church. You know what I mean? I don't Buddy. go to church anymore. <laughs> Why are you like putting me through a church experience, making me feel like shit everywhere I, will, I go? I'll, I'll, I'll end it on this. I find myself so often just with people I agree with being like, God, you're fucking annoying. <laughs> I block and every I, person I agree with I every agree day. I agree with everything this store's doing. Like 100%. Like, let's eat healthier and cleaner yeah. and vegan and you know non-gmo all that stuff's great but god you're so annoying about it let's eliminate packaging uh but there's a thing of like we all have to do it at the same time it's like it's like right. we all need to be riding our bikes everywhere but like you seeing that a car is in the bike lane and you willfully like riding your bike through the bike lane and smacking on all the windows <laughs> and being like, this is my lane. <laughs> How many converts did that win the whole, you know, Green New Deal right there? James, the real food we ate, which was maybe even more of a fake food. Mm-hmm. We went to Holdeck. Mm-hmm. Uh, on your recommendation. I, I, we, my wife and I find ourselves at this chicken shop once a week for some reason. Once a week. I get it. It's in the neighborhood. It's in the neighborhood for one thing. It's in the neighborhood. And when you find a decent place that does a couple things well, yeah. it becomes, you insert it into a rotation. Exactly. And uh, it's uh, right across the street from another Asian, uh, you know, chicken shop, not a chicken shop, ramen shop. Oh, yeah, yeah. Does the same yes. thing. There's four things on our menu. Yeah. We do them really well. Um, very affordably priced because our supply list is very low. Man, something that I appreciate, uh, especially on a uh, in a place on York, you know, uh, you have cheap food. I mean, everything here was like pretty cheap. For so, sure. what do they do, and what do they do well? Uh, what did you? What do you normally get with your wife? We didn't get it, Danny. I get I get the L.A. version of our Zaxby's salad. They have a what's called a chicken salad. I still can't get over the fact that it's Zach, Zaxby's. 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 How Zaxby's. do you spell it? Zaxby. How do you think it's spelled? Z a x x b 
B-Y? If there were two X's, it would be a slightly different kind of store. <laughs> It'd be a little sexier and a little sassier, maybe a black sure. and pink theme. This is a red, white, and blue and yellow. This is primary colors. There's okay. one X. And it has a smiling chicken. Not engaged in any activity, just, you know, slightly anthropomorphic. It always, it always worries me when a, you know, a restaurant or a grocery store and it's like their mascot is I a know. smiling oh, animal. It. It's like, don't make them smile. They do this in the South all the time. It's don't like the them. animal that you are eating is yeah. happy to be hey, murdered for you. I would gladly lay, lay down my life for you, pal. Come on to my barbecue restaurant. You know it's going to be bad barbecue when the pig is happily slicing up. His, you know, Another his, pig. His brother, yeah. Yeah. Oh, they do that all the time. You know what there. I do fall for, though? is a good neon pig. A you neon ever see a neon pig? Oh. Oh, a neon. Silhouette. They're a, a sil- pig silhouette. What is a, more a enticing? silhouette? Oh, a, I mean, yeah. Well, now you're in a you're in a butcher shop. You see a silhouette, silhouette of a pig, you know they have a good charcuterie board. But don't don't Hitchcock me. Don't don't go from silhouette and look me right in the eyes. No, no, no. You know no, what no, I mean? No, Never no, let no, that no, pig no, look no, me in the no. eye. Stay in the shadows, buddy. I want to see the cross We need to have some separation here. That's the butt. That's the round, all that stuff. You get a salad at this place. We get the salad, iceberg salad, a little bit of cheese. It's I, and I believe it's Korean, and I believe that that yes, in Korean food, even in Gangnam Style, there's lines about she puts milk in her coffee. Like translated, the lyrics are like, "I want a girl who drinks coffee, Opa Gangnam Style." You know, she huh. puts milk in her coffee. Uh, there's not a lot of dairy and lactose in many Asian cuisines. Right. There's coconut milk. There's stuff like that, but. Um, a lot of Asian people are lactose intolerant. That's not a part of the of the spread ever. Right. So all the flavors don't interact with milk well, except for Korean. When you go to Korean barbecue or something, sometimes the banchan they'll they'll have creamy, milky, cheesy stuff. Right. There'll be like some some like cheesy corn, like hot hot melted <laughs> cheesy corn. So there's so in this salad there's like a shredded cheese, which is odd for an Asian salad. I would say that there is like. A yummy cheese spread yes. over everything. There's corn, which is like a very. I love corn in a salad. I love corn in a salad. I love corn Pop in a salad. Sweetness, but not too sweet. I didn't get turned on to it until uh, I had it in Italy. It's. I'm telling you, it's got the banchan thing, and I don't know necessarily what it is about, like the the Korean American approach to fried chicken. I don't know what's in the breading that makes it specific, but it is this right. thing that I really only see. At the Korean places that I've been to, out I there. will say, and we had a variety of things. We had some wings. We had their spicy chicken sandwich, mm-hmm. uh, fries, a couple sides of slaw. Uh, the chicken just seems a little crispier. And you even had it mm-hmm. like a half hour later. Yeah. And at one point that people would say that some of these things go bad, I found to be still like very edible and like quite good. You know uh, what? It's weird. After Dinah's, which was this su- like I know. southern, yeah, that yeah. it lacked flavor in yes. the in the breading, and this has this has a, a light spice to it that that is correct. You know what I mean? In a fried chicken, yeah, a little. I would say it's a little crunchier. Uh-huh. The website says they have an Amish bun. I don't know what that. I don't is. know what an Amish bun is. Um, but. I thought the spicy chicken sandwich was really good. It was yummy. Nobody's. Uh, I, I looked this place up, and no one's. No one's even said word one about it. I, First of all, none of our mutual friends follow them on Instagram. Well, uh, and there's no. I didn't see any write ups anywhere. I mean, I think they've only been open since January, and I think a lot of people entering the fried chicken foray are probably getting lost in the shuffle a little bit. But they've got three locations. It's really interesting, Danny. It's next to a vegan hot chicken. 
sandwich that we also had this weekend and was a oh, really? big bummer. Yeah. Oh no. I don't want to well, name Well, it's also right next to Reed, too. I don't want right to name the I don't want to name the hot the vegan hot chicken sandwich that was a That's bummer. That's fine. But it was a bummer specifically because we're Tennesseans. It was three Tennesseans going there, my wife, her cousin and me. And uh she said uh I don't know what to get and the woman behind the counter was like uh do you like spicy? And then she said, "Yeah, I, I love spicy." And she said, uh, "Get the yeah. Nashville." And then it wasn't spicy, my friend. It was not spicy. Wasn't spicy. So at what all. must the buffalo had even been? What could the buffalo eat have even been? There was a buffalo and a Nashville, and the Nashville was the spicy. <laughs> what did the buffalo even taste like? Ketchup? It was candy. Candy? Probably ketchup. Um, probably a, a probably uh, uh, you know how sometimes like people try to pass off barbecue sauce as like uh, hot. Or mild. There's if a, there's any inclusion of barbecue I sauce know. in it, it cannot be hot. I know, and barbecue is the worst sauce with chicken. Personal, personal preference. I don't like barbecue chicken. I don't like barbecue sauce and chicken together. I think it's a mistake. Hold on, that's that's a little bit of a that's a little bit of a hot take. Bless you, James. Okay. I'm, okay. there, there are tons of hot chicken places. There's a new, there are dime a dozen in, in LA. There's a new idiot there's, is opening a new, there's one in, on brand now called YOLO Hot Chicken. Seriously, yeah, they, just, they just type in hype word generator and put the words yeah. hot chicken after it. Yeah, and I guarantee you there's a place called Best Hot Chicken. If you type best it, it because chicken? people are Googling best. I know. There's like a best sushi, there's like a best hot chicken, yeah. all these places. There's multiple hot chickens, vegan and non, on York. So for there to be a chicken shop that's opening and it's the the thing that I think could be a chicken trend, this super crispy Korean chicken thing could be a trend. I've, I'm still waiting for. Oh yeah. Oh, I th- it is. I, yeah. and I and I'm relatively uh, unfamiliar to it, but um, there's one on your. I'm subver- not sure if here or not. I know. I know. I know. Jay Kenji Lopez Alt is posting a lot of Korean fried chicken mm-hmm. uh, up in in Nashville. Real quick, or not Nashville, Seattle. I want to talk about. You just took a bite of their yeah. wing, their wings, which is uh, we got uh, caramel soy. Mm-hmm. As you were holding it, you were holding that chicken wing while you were talking for the last five minutes. You can just see the texture in it. Yeah, you were wave, you were waving around a chicken it wing like a madman as you were. Right? Yeah, really good. Uh, I thought it just had like wonderful texture to it, and I don't know if it's because it's like caramelized. With the soy in the in the in the caramel, or if it was just you know fried twice or what, but these are uh, often marketed as sticky wings. Yes, you'll see the the word sticky wings on a um, menu. And sweet, it, and it's always a sweet Asian glaze to it. Sweet, good. Their mm-hmm. fries, uh, I think we have determined, are probably frozen. Uh, frozen. frozen. I don't. I don't. Seasoned fries. I don't have a problem with that. Uh, I, I think if you know. Uh, Frozen fries are great. I think McDonald's is a great example. They're still potatoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you're gonna do a fresh fry, uh, do it right. I know we have and we if have not, our problems with the fresh fry. Don't and we, if Danny? not, I mean, I've been getting my ass handed to me <laughs> online. Not handed to me, but I've I've n- never had. I mean, I've had like hate mail. I've had like hate mail and like DMs from people you that are a like very large hornet's nest, like one of those ones that's on a YouTube where you're like, how big is this hornet's nest? I can't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Uh-huh. I couldn't believe it. Uh-huh. But uh, I still maintain that uh, you know it's perfectly fine to do a frozen fry. Yeah, you it's know? all about what the fry that it that, you know it, that it is the day that you get it. You it's know what never people, the fry it was before. You know what people accused me of? They were like, if you like the taste of fucking chemicals, 
then by all means <laughs> have McDonald's. And I'm like, you can't say that in and out is it's bad Chemical because free. it's fresh. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've had, you know, anyway, we'll be talking about it for weeks. Uh, James, when are you going back to this place? Probably soon. You live close. Next week. You're going back next week. We go back. We're going to keep going back. And we didn't even get to the sandwich. Everyone has to do a sandwich. And I've never seen a sandwich that had, it looks like just shredded daikon on top, right? Oh, yeah. Is that what it is? So the fried chicken sandwich was shredded daikon, I think pickled onions, and I think slices of small, maybe julienne slices of jalapeno. Oh, I didn't see that. I think so. I think so. Yeah, I... Because I think taste that? I got one on mine. You did for sure. Yeah, like a little green mm. or a serrano or something. Um, Instead of the pickle, because that's not really in the. But they slice them all. I think you know long ways. So the the daikon and the mm-hmm. it's all sort of the similar. Um, so you're going back next week. I'm going back next week. What about you? Uh, you know, I've thought about it and the feelings that this place brings up. And I was walking around that neighborhood. I was like, <laughs> man, I I love York. I was like, God, I wish the Bars were, to, were open. If the bars were open, I would have done a shot and a beer real quick there, before I came here. The bars were open, John, uh, well, Danny. I didn't see any uh, on the immediate street. Okay. But when I get shit-faced hammered in Highland Park, this is the place. This is the first this is place, place you're is, going. I th- I think so. And I think it's because what? I want hot, like either wings or that chicken sandwich. Yeah. If you were drunk. Oh God. And I'm not saying it's only drunk food, but man, it, if you were drunk on York. Yeah. Get the chicken sandwich. And the other thing about, see, when I'm drunk or I've been smoking weed or something and we're having a good time, a, f- f- if you just got the fries there, and this is something that we do because of your influence probably, the fries along with our salad thing, we get two salads and oh, we get sure. this, the thing of fries. Yeah. They give you a big ass paper bag. A full lunch oh, bag. Oh, yeah. A full tall lunch bag. Their portions fries are. Their portions are, yeah. For $5. Yeah. And they give you the, they're called shake fries. They expect you to dump this entire uh, spice thing, this little, uh, whatever they call these things, the uh, terrine or whatever of, 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 of uh, spicy seasoning salt. You're supposed to dump it in and shake your fries around. I wouldn't do it because that bag is almost transparent from the amount of grease. <laughs> At the bottom of it. Yeah. When they hand it to you, your fries are going to go all over the sidewalk. I like... Uh, but that's what I want when I'm just... When I'm partying, I love just the $5 lot of hot fries. For sure. Thing. I love that. Oh, yeah. That's great. Oh, I, God, I love so good. chips in a bag, and I love fries in a bag. I love yeah. to shake that shit and get it well-seasoned. Sounds great. And the portions are really reasonable, which yeah. I think needs to be said. I, that chicken sandwich, I think, was $7. Yeah. The wings were like nine. Yeah. If you want six wings, it's nine. And those are like kind of small wings, but yeah. they were fucking good. As far yeah. as wings go, and as far as like skin goes on wings, they're pretty good. Yeah. I, I was like uh, pleasantly surprised by this place because when I looked it up, I was like, I didn't hear a word one. If no one's writing about it, I'm like, okay, how good can okay. it be? Of but all it was, the chicken I've good. eaten in my life, it's, it's probably somewhere around the middle, hovering around the middle. For sure. At this price point in this city, yep. and with these flavors, and how many people disappoint me, like the place next door, with what they say they're going to give me and what I end up getting, Holdock is it's getting a nine out of ten, just as far as just just as far as chicken tenders go in my midst in Los Angeles. I almost got the tenders. Uh, the too. tenders are great, and comeback sauce. Did we talk about comeback? I don't sauce think we yet? did. 
So speaking of Danny, when are you coming back? They have a comeback sauce that they sell individually for 50 cents. And that, I believe, is what the comeback means. When, when you see someone, this is something that I've, this is a I don't know what I it hear. means. I hear, it, I hear this term on Food Network all the time, especially on diners, drive-ins, and dives, because this is a diners, drive-ins, and dives style product. A orange sauce. Sometimes it's called special sauce. Sometimes it's called Thousand Island. But that <laughs> you know is I mean? not mayonnaise and ketchup. That it's is like quite. that is like ranch in hot sauce. Maybe. It's a it's it's a it's a gloopy ranch, a comeback sauce, Danny. To have it explained by someone on Guy Fieri, and I guarantee you that's what it is here. Comeback sauce is the sauce that makes you come back for more. I'm I, coming back with another dip of fry. I'm coming back to the restaurant. Next I week. love it when things are named and they're like why, and then it does the thing. Yeah, this is the turnaround sandwich. Why do they call it that? <laughs> well, because it makes you turn around. And you go, is that, I guess that checks out? I don't know. <laughs> I love, a lot of things are named that. They and are. All of them are escaping me right now. But comeback is just, because well, you come back for more. It's always at these, you know. Sold. $12 or less meal kind of places. These, these like neighborhood favorites. You know, not a sit down necessarily. Uh, those kinds of places are going to have a comeback sauce. Also, you know what else I feel like needs to be said about this place? Huh. And I'm just tipping my laptop to catch a glimpse at it. They gave us an ass load of ranch. Yeah. That is a big container. And it's of good. Ranch. They make it. I, I swear to God, they make it. That, that is ranch. a dump truck, big honking serving of ranch. You can tell when someone makes their ranch because it's loose. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, it, a pre made ranch is never that loose. It's never that, yeah. like, milky or whatever. It can be loose. You mean it's. Cr- Wait, I'm, I'm sorry. You- like, if you're buying an off the shelf ranch, it's going to have the, the Creamy. consistency of Elmer's glue. It's, oh, right, it's right, right, not right, going right, to be right. loose. And oh, oh, yes. One that's yes. made scratch is yes. going to be. It's it's going to seep into I think all so. of the. I think so. Yeah, it's going to drip back down into the bowl. Yeah, buttermilk ranch, ex- especially. Yeah, I prefer a buttermilk ranch. I love fucking ranch. I love it. I mean, these. It, it, of course, this could be this could be more flavorful or something. There's something maybe I'd change. Maybe the fry could be fresher. But the flavors are exactly what you want them to be. I mean, this is a. Fried chicken for the price point. (laughs) The price point is so good. Go to Holdak, everybody. James, our special topic of the day. This was a request. I had a few people ask me if we were going to talk about it. It Happened a few weeks ago. We are the macaroni zone. Was a new pasta invented, and I'm going to ask you to Google it real quick because I know you haven't seen it yet. It's called Cascatelli. All right. Uh, Dan. C-A-S-C-I-A-T-E-L-L-I. Did I get it right? I've always wanted to have a a live show that was pasta spelling bee. I think I would murder. You can spell pastas? I'm a spelling. I'm just like a spelling freak. I'm just like one of those guys, almost to the point that when I've lived with, when I've lived in immigrant homes, they're like, that's. It's fucking racist. We're going to come back to this. To close out the show, I'm going to have you spell a couple pastas. Cascatelli, C-A-S-C-A-T-E-L-L-I. If you're Googling at home, that's how you spell it. I got it right. You got it. Okay, so let me explain it real quick. Dan Pashman of the Sporkful podcast. I don't know if you ever heard of the Sporkful, um, but he made a new pasta shape. This is something he's been talking about for a long-ass time. Uh, It took him three years to make it. Um, I listened to some of the podcasts leading up to it and I, on paper, it's like super interesting and he does Mm -hmm. do, I think he does do the process justice because he's talking to a lot of people who 
don't want him to do this. He's talking to like, you know, uh, I think chefs and like pasta historians, which is like a thing. And uh, they're telling him like, it's a bad idea. If you can think of a shape of pasta, James, Mm -hmm. they've already done it. Yeah. That's basically what people are saying. And they're talking about all these different things. There's like no right angles in pasta. There's like all these things behind it. There are people that have gotten super postmodern with it. And they like, they've tried to combine two shapes and uh, uh, it's, Interesting, but mm. for the most part, no one's created a new pasta shape in a long fucking time. And then here comes this guy, this host of this podcast, <laughs> The Sporkful, and he's dedicated to creating a new pasta shape. And he has like criteria behind making it. So I'm just going to read from the uh, the website for this this pasta where you can order it, but it's also sold out right now. Uh, from the mind of James <laughs> Beard Award winner Dan Pashman, creator and host of The Sporkful podcast, comes Cascatelli. Italian for waterfalls. Three years in the making, this brand new shape was created in collaboration with the artisans at Soglini. Cascatelli is designed to maximize the three qualities by which Dan believes all pasta shapes should be judged. Get ready for this. Sauceability. How readily sauce adheres to the shape. Forkability. How easy it is to get the shape on your fork and keep it there. Uh And tooth sinkability. How satisfying it is to seek your teeth into. So he created a pasta. I can stand by all those. He... Uh, he created a pasta that he thinks uh, uh, maximizes those three criteria. And it is a sort of a hook-shaped, ridged, like lasagna curls. Yeah, yeah it, it has sort of that. Pasta. It has like the, it has like, uh, well, what could you compare this to? I mean, the bottom of it, Danny, to me, looks like Hot Wheel track. <laughs> uh, and then does. the top of it looks like, um, did, did you watch Dragon Ball Z? I did not. When Goku dies, he runs along Snake Way for like years. And he runs on the back of this dragon in heaven. And that's what the ridges on the side of it look like, the the scales of the dragon on Snake Way. Okay, interesting. That's some, some nerd somewhere. Yeah, I was going to say, appreciate you know what? If it was stuff. like a Mario Kart Rainbow Road reference or something, that might have hit. <laughs> um, you know, when I heard about this, and you you were like, what is like this? I first heard about this because I follow uh, on Twitter Italians mad at food. Right. Okay. Yeah. And they retweeted Dan Pashman, and they said, isn't this just mezze regente? Okay. Look that up. Mafaldine. Okay? So it, this is, it might not have the curl, but there is a type of pasta that does have these sort of ridged edges to it. Yeah. Not like a lasagna. Right. You know, not just like a big sheet, but smaller. I might say Regente or Mafalda. Okay. So they think it looks somewhat similar. No one seems to be saying that. And I I don't know if it's I don't think there's any I don't think there's any real issue. I don't think there's any sort of like uh you know, someone's accusing him of like stealing the Yeah. The pasta shape. But I think it's similar enough to like go back to the idea that like you can think of a new pasta shape, but it's gonna be like something already. And isn't that crazy? That's really <laughs> that they just stopped yeah. making. Well, they the it's it's sort of like how impossible it would be to get something patented now, and yet oh, and it keeps yet, happening. Yet every yeah. founding father patented like a million developments, right? Because the world was still new, and they were like, "But we've sort of topped out at this thing that now you know technology is just going to be anything that we anything new that we discover is just going to be happening 
within other technologies. So it, they're just these meta discoveries. And this is probably one of the most meta discovery things yep. ever. I mean, he literally thought I don't call this a discovery. I was, this is, this <laughs> is where, this is where I disagree. I don't think it's a discovery. I, I will say my original opinion on this was if it makes Italians upset, great. But I think, and I'm so glad you brought up technology because uh friend, Joey Devine, was like, when are you guys going to talk about this? Yeah. And he was like, it's driving me nuts. And I was like, why? And, he, and then he put it so well. He was like, because there's like a tech bro vibe to it. And I'm like, <laughs> that is such a good point. They're like trying to optimize pasta. You almost like yeah. picture some sort of like Apple presentation for this pasta. Like, we're going to change the way that people think about pasta. I know, right? You know what I mean? There is a thing. So some guy in a turtleneck clicking through slides, being like, this is how we used to eat pasta. And it's just yeah. some kid with sauce all over his fucking face. And yeah. Also, I think it should be noted too. This Dan Pashman guy hates spaghetti. Okay. Doesn't then, like angel. First of all, he hates spaghetti. Then we're done. I, I, that's where I, that's where I'm then we're done. That's where I'm out. Now, listen, I think that his points behind it are sort of like, you know, so there's the way it's been described before in like some books that I like, there's like innies and outies with pasta. Okay. Right. Yeah. And and so there's out. certain pastas that you know they're not meant to cling to sauce, right. or, 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 or to you sure. know to have sauce like stick. To, and then there's some that do that well, yeah. like rigatoni yeah. or arachetti, stuff like that. Yeah. Spaghetti is not a clinger. Spaghetti no. is a is a is a pasta that like swells with flavor. That's like yeah, yeah, yeah. like a carbonara, a cacio e pepe. Yeah. Spaghetti is fucking wonderful. Oh, it's incredible. How do you not like spaghetti? No one's saying, no one eats spaghetti and meat sauce anymore. We're not in fucking lunch. Yeah. It's not ninth grade. Yeah. You know, the lunch lady's not making the bolognese. But the spaghetti can be applied in so many other contexts. You know what, though, Danny? It's like... Spaghetti is classic Roman. That is yeah. like... It's before anything. It's it's literally the... F it's like, can you think of a solid food? Spaghetti is so Italian... That is introduced to that a child? The Chinese invented it. <laughs> yeah. Before anybody. Uh, it's so old. I mean, yeah. Uh, so, to yeah, to talk shit on spaghetti, I'm like... So when he said that, I, I didn't like think like, this fucking guy. I thought, oh, you're thinking too hard about this. And then I started to like listen to his podcast, yeah. and I'm like, are you okay? Though I remember at one point one of his podcasts he was saying like it was putting a strain on his marriage. Okay. Inventing buddy. this new pasta. Buddy, your and podcast there's a recording. Is a strain on your marriage. I mean, it's a very successful podcast, and I'm sure it's how he pays for everything. I mean it's it's, it's like one of the number one yeah. food podcasts. And it's his I, real wife. His wife was saying something like, I just don't know if I have the energy right now to deal with like your your pasta problems or whatever. And I was like, Oh my God. What is the I always thought this would be funny as a bit. Yeah. Like I'm gonna create a new pasta I'm shape. A pasta shape as like a Twitter thing you're doing for a couple of days. To spend three years, right? Yeah. You post a couple of pictures. Yeah. Done. Yeah. To go through with it, I think is. I think it's a little manic. And then here's the thing, the people, I'm looking at all these chefs, Christopher Kimball, of uh, I believe that's the America's Test Kitchen guy. Oh yeah. It was like no other shape. It stopped me in my tracks, Kenji. I am frankly shocked by how good it is. It's really better than I ever expected. Sola El Wali. I think it's perfect. These are like really good fucking yeah, yeah. chefs. And I'm like, man, I don't know. Maybe I would eat it and it would f blow my mind. Well, isn't this what, what these chef people actually are after? It's typically not a podcaster. It's not like a theorist's game. Like these, all of these chefs are 
they've reached the maximum. They've conquered running a restaurant. So now they have the free time. They have they have everyone sue. They have all these sues beneath them. They have all these like staff members now running their kitchens. They right. maybe don't cook every day. They get to pontificate about you know what I mean, like. Right. The, these, you know, the 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 right. Ivan guy gets to uh, gets to think about like what ramen should be <laughs> rather than actually man his shop anymore. Rather than like, Sean yeah. Brock gets to go and yeah. revive a species of corn that he found in a jar that doesn't grow <laughs> in South Carolina right. anymore. Yeah, yeah. These people are thinking about food very philosophically, philosophically, and they're not like. And that's what's so interesting. I gotta about sell it chicken parms to save my marriage. <laughs> exactly. Those are the people I work for. Exactly. Those are the people I work for. Cooks. They were like, yeah, I have a cocaine problem, <laughs> and the restaurant needs to do well so I can do cocaine. <laughs> Those were my bosses. Uh, I, I here's the thing. I make ugh, part of a living mm-hmm. thinking about food. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. When it gets to this level, I'm like, no, we got to rein it back in. Because I'm already like dipping in the pretentious areas. Right. People think I'm an asshole because I think the In-N-Out's fries are oh, bad. Oh, I, I, and, and I'm like... I didn't realize you were pretentious until this fry thing. And I was like, yeah, maybe he is. <laughs> yeah, maybe he is. Maybe you got a point. Maybe a little bit. I don't know. I don't think it's pretense. I think that's who you are. Everyone likes to be right. And uh, it's fun to explain to everybody why potatoes are cooked wrong. <laughs> to me, that was, that was fun. Um, but I don't know. I think, uh, uh, I, I flipped on this at first. I was like, cool. Food should be this very imaginative. It should progress. It's an art form. It shouldn't be static. Yeah. But, and this is, Italian food is so dangerous to do this with. First of all, if this happened to any other culture, Uh if you were like, I'm going to invent a new Japanese noodle. Yeah. What do you think the reaction would be? Oh, in Japan? That's, yeah. That's, and, and in general. I mean, yeah. This man would be canceled. Yeah. This man would be canceled. Yeah, you can't. You, you, right. You, you can't. You can't. You can't. You, can't. you, you couldn't do that. No. And you, it's weird that he chose. Now, listen, Italian food is very much much more Americanized now. And yeah. uh, we'll say more widespread. And, you know, everybody has some sort of connection to Italian food. And this is just like a fun thing to do. I understand. That. Yeah, he didn't fly to Tuscany and start chopping up hot dogs and no. put them in a pot in front of like a hundred-year-old man. I would be terrified <laughs> at the scorn of the Italian community. Exactly. And I don't know if he's really received it yet, but I don't know, man. To make a new pasta, don't you think all of Italy is like, who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Huh. I mean, they'd have to be. It you know we got to get Jada's opinion on it. We got to get Jada's opinion. I'll probably buy it at some point. It's like sold out right now, yeah. and try it. Um, and I I hope I eat a, a ton of shit on it. Ultimately, Danny, you know what I thought when I looked at a picture of it? Yeah, I'll eat it. It looked delicious. Of course, it was pasta. I like to eat. And Italians pasta. are some of the most stubborn people on earth, especially with their own cuisine. You know what I mean? Like they're like they don't want things to change. It's a well-known fact. Yeah, sure, fine. So there's like some sort of balancing, you know, like, okay, you should be open to a little bit more, but the guy with the podcast trying to create a new pasta, I don't know if that's it. You know, there's got to mm-hmm. be, I don't know. I don't know mm-hmm. where I stand on it, but I, I, I want to try it, and uh, uh, I, if it blows my mind, yeah, cool. If If not, I'll be like, well, the guy that hates spaghetti may be thinking a little too hard. I wanted to try it until you told me he hated spaghetti. 
See? Now, am I not the guy railing against pretension right now? Because to me, I read that and I was like, I'm done. I'm done. How do you hate spaghetti? How do you hate spaghetti? Even angel hair is like, yeah, as an adult, even as an adult, I can think of one merit for angel hair, which is like oil and garlic. But it's like, that's for a kid. Yeah. That is that is the gateway to pasta. It is. It's literally, Danny, it's the first meal that they give you that isn't pureed parsnip or whatever and carrot and shit. Yeah. It's it's not green pea mash. You're you're gonna have your first meal. They set you in the in your little chair and they let you eat your spaghetti and meat sauce if with your If You hands. have a child and you don't have a picture of them S- absolutely smothered. Covered in spaghetti, in spaghetti and sauce. Yeah. You have fucked up. <laughs> you fucked up. That's more important than any other milestone that's bigger than walking. Come on, that's bigger than the first da da mama. <laughs> it's that spaghetti meal. I mean, you're gonna look at that James, picture for the rest with, of your life. Let's wrap up with this. That's we'll, bigger than the prom picture. That's we'll, bigger than the daddy daughter dance. <laughs> what is your uh, what's your favorite pasta shape? My favorite pasta shape. Think about it. I can tell you've never thought about. Damn this. it, I have never thought. I've got about a dozen this. friends right now that I'm sure would message me and. Okay, minutes. so when I was, when when I, I remember middle school, high school, pasta was really big to me because I was always getting my braces tightened, and I would love it if we would go to a Carrabba's because there's a Carrabba's next to my orthodontist, and my mom loved the <laughs> Carrabba's chain, and okay. I loved getting fettuccine Alfredo. So fettuccine. So I, I loved the flat, the big flat noodle of the fettuccine. But I have gotten into, since moving out here... It's a good answer. Since moving out here... Well, I don't like cream pastas, for one thing. But since moving out here, I am uh, really into fresh pastas, and I'm trying to eat fresh pasta whenever I can. You have helped me eat plenty of fresh pasta. You also don't need to. Well, I just mean it's like it's new for me. It woke up pasta oh, for me. Oh, interesting. That's I had never had fresh pasta. Well, you know, I, don't, I don't come from an Italian family. That's interesting. Because some people, they're like... If you cook it, a lot of people are like, it's not worth the hassle. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people don't see a difference between the two. And I actually understand those people. Well, there's a, I think there's a big I difference. I know there's a difference, but I also, like, I I, I love store-bought pasta. I do. Oh, yeah. I'm not I'm saying about, it's bad. Yeah. I just mean, like, I'm getting into... So you're getting into more... Just new pasta, pasta experiences. But, but yeah, I, you so know... So you prefer, like, a flat noodle? I used to. Okay. And Danny, this... The spaghetti thing is like it's coming back to me. It's like this spaghetti. It's the whole thing with COVID and nostalgia. And why, why am I playing Super Mario <laughs> RPG out of nowhere in 2021? You oh, know, it's buddy. I, I think yeah, I think yeah. that's what it is. We went to Hippo and I got some sort of fresh spaghetti thing. They called it something else, but it was spaghetti. Yeah. What's the other word for spaghetti when it's basically the same fucking thing? Oof. Are you I talking about remember. bucatini? Bucatini. Okay. So it was like a fresh bucatini. Yeah. And um, well. It was yeah. in a red sauce, and it was fresh pasta, and it was just like, I don't know. I, it wasn't the best pasta I've ever had, but it just, having spaghetti again for the first time again is like an incredible feeling. Yeah. It's like when it's like when I smoked weed for the first time and watched Royal Tenenbaums, a movie I've seen 20 times. I saw it high for the first time. I was like, you can do this again? You can have the first time you've seen something again? I love that. Uh, you brought up all this nostalgia stuff early in court. Yeah, because it's the same way. I'm like, I beat Mega Man 1 through 6. Yeah. I ate all the foods from my childhood. Yeah. And I listened to Newfound Glory. <laughs> when else <laughs> are you going to watch? Those are the things that I When else did. are you going to watch Lost again? 
first, first of all, spaghetti and bucatini. Okay, they they are very different to to the point that if this whole conversation was sparked by bucatini, buddy, you love bucatini, and everyone does, sure. because it is a tubular pasta yeah. that's got that's got a hole in it. That's, this that, didn't have a hole in it. Okay. Well, Bucatini, Bucatini is a tube. Spaghetti's closed. Okay. You know what I mean? There's yeah, not yeah, like yeah, a... Of course. But Bucatini is my number one pasta. Store-bought, I mean, I could I could boil some Bucatini and eat oh, eat it plain yeah. and enjoy the chewiness of it. There's a little bit of air in between. It's yeah. What, it's what you use for a matatichana, which is the red sauce and guanciale and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever those. But I think that's what I think that's what I had. Probably. That, I, I mean, that's, that's what I had because it like, was That's guanciale. like a top three pasta dish for me, but Bucatini's so good. Uh, underrated? Cavatappi? Have you ever had Cavatappi before? What's it look like? A little corkscrew. Oh, yeah. A little corkscrew pasta. Yeah. Wild. Uh, Gemelli, also another good one. Um, and uh, I think overrated, I'll say it again, Penne can just straight up get fucked. <laughs> so stupid. I hate it. I saw it for $4 at Re, that grocery store, yeah. and I was like, $4 a pound for Penne? Never. <laughs> I would never do it. Um, so I thought it was pretty overrated. James? Yes, sir. Before we get going. Sure. Don't look at your phone. Okay. I was trying to pull up the hippo menu. because I, I know, just, I know. I don't, wanted well, to... We're, we're going to end on this. Don't look at okay. your phone. Spell fettuccine. F-E-T-T-U-C-I-N-E. Oh, I knew you were going to miss it. U-C-C. Now, you have to remember C-C. that in all these pastas, there's going to be two letters, there's going to be two consonants next to each other. Okay. If you're in doubt, just be like, yeah, throw another fucking D in there. Give me another. Or whatever. Uh, let me give you, oh, God, good one. Pappardelle. P-A-P-P-A. R D E L L E. Boom. And you took my advice. Uh, I'm trying to take credit for it. But uh, yeah. I threw out Pappardelli. So, I thought you might have put in two D's, and I was like, please put no, in that no, second no, 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 D. No, no. I, yeah. I, I, I threw out Pappardelli in the middle of a Bobby Flay improv on my other podcast when oh, I was doing good. Bobby Flay. <laughs> and just Pappardelli came out, and I had to subtitle that clip. And Oh, that's so. Oh, you I had, had to, to look up. I had to go look it up. Damn. Yeah. Uh, and I meant to say Pepidou, which is really funny, but I said Pappardelle instead. Okay. Garganelli. Garganelli. This is a very trendy pasta. From Smurfs? Right now. <laughs> Was that a character in Garganelli? Smurfs? Uh, Garganelli. Garganelli. G A R G. One G. You're right so far. A. I mean, I told you about that. Oh, I'm mad now. Okay, good. A N E L L E. Garganelli. L L E? E L L E. It's L L I. Garganelli. Garganelli. Here's the problem, though. What, what is the L A and the E? Is that plural singular? I don't know. I'm not Italian. I believe it would be. But there are multiple spellings of linguini. Uh, I, I mean, I've seen, I've seen it spelled with an I. I've also seen it, seen it spelled with an E at the end, yeah. and I don't know the difference. I think that's a conjugation kind of thing. I think it's a case by case. Are you sure? I want to say. I thought it was going to be, be Americanized. God, ah. I just remembered something hilarious. I used to work with these two hillbillies Oh, cool! at uh, this restaurant and when I was like 17, yeah. and the one kid uh, was like a bully, uh-huh. um, but he was so dumb, and I knew he was dumb. And, you know, and bullies are mostly dumb. They're mostly dumb. And uh, when you find out they're dumb, yeah. You make fun of him for it. And so he had to like label pasta and we asked him to spell 
he had to write he had to write penne <laughs> on the box of like cooked pasta. His only job was to write penne. And the chef came back. He was like, "What is this?" And we all looked at it, and he spelled it uh, penhen, P-E-N-H-E-N. Now he's probably d- dyslexic <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, penhen. Penhen. We were like penhen. Uh, but he was also a huge asshole, and so he kind of had it coming. Like, we we never let it go for like a year. Of course, why would you? We called a penhen. We did the same thing. Two with, orders of penhen. <laughs> we did the same thing with with Matt Nelson when he called it old timers disease, and we're like, it's not old timers <laughs> disease, my friend. It's 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 but sure it's, not. Here's the thing. It's kind of old timers disease. It is definitely not penhen. <laughs> it's not penhen. Those, t- those things are very different. <laughs> James, uh, where can people find you? Please find me at twitch.tv slash shrimpjadge. That's shrimp, J-A-J. And look at my schedule for all of my streaming stuff. And then on Twitter and Instagram, that's also at shrimp, J-A-J, where I post uh, funny thoughts and videos uh, all the time. Yeah, you can find me. My name is Danny Palumbo. I'll be working at Re Grocery Store. They are my new overlords. (laughs) Um, Danny's, Danny's going to dump a bunch of chopped walnuts into your kid's bucket no, hat. No, I'm not going to be one of those people that's like super mad about vegans uh, doing s- stuff like this. But, w- you know, I, I I don't know. I just It just feels a little pretentious to me. Um, <laughs> when it's that expensive, it's a little bit like, what are we doing here? It's expensive and there's there's plastic bags in the windows and art piece uh, at how bad, you know, everyone, yeah. everyone in the Midwest is being right now. Um, you can find me online. At Palumbros, P-A-L-U-M-B-R-O-S, Instagram and Twitter. I sell pasta out of my apartment on Sundays. Um, sometimes I write things for the takeout. Oh, yeah. Sometimes about In-N-Out's fries. Uh, if you got a problem with it, come taste my pasta. You are more than welcome to say it tastes like shit. I am open to the world of food criticism. We are allowed to criticize things and, you know. I wanted to say this on the podcast, Danny. Yeah. Your... Uh, Torta, is it tortellini or tortelloni? Because I hear you say tortelloni. 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 Uh, I used to use uh, tortelloni. Okay, the tortelloni were, I mean, that was my favorite thing that you've ever served me. Great. I've had a couple that people say that. filling was incredible. Good. Good. And the pesto was amazing. Good. And Good to hear. I, I loved it. But Becca was blown away from, by the chicken parm. Not to say oh, that the chicken Good. parm wasn't Thanks. amazing. We were so lucky to get in there under the wire. You had one left. We got Oh, I did. Parm. Yeah, I was like, I'm only doing 10 because I know oh, it's a lot of work. It was so good. Uh, man, that's, that makes me really happy to hear about the, the tortelloni because I'm like, it's... Yeah. I know it's good. Uh, a woman was like, uh, uh, I had it last week and it changed my life. And I was like, you never hear that about one of your jokes. No. <laughs> no one hears a joke about like squirrels fucking... Or like your hot take on Subway, and they're like, "That changed my life." They're like, "You're an idiot," <laughs> you're, but you're you're crazy. We like you. No yeah. one says something like that positive about it. But I was like, "Man, that's good. Thanks. I appreciate that." Hey, so. hey people. Hey, I, I just because you you plug your uh, your pasta, uh, I have to plug my yes. wife's biscuits at Mima's Biscuits. M E M A W S Biscuits. I am fully behind these biscuits. I am also fully behind the name. <laughs> Mima's amazing. Mima's biscuits is an amazing name. There's a huge gap in the LA community of Southern style biscuits that haven't been Portlandified to hell. And these are tra- yes. very traditional biscuits that are very, very good. I eat them every night. They're great with bon mamang raspberry jam. I love them. So that you can order great. those from my wife. Please order them from my wife. Mima's biscuits. Sounds good. Thank you so much for listening to the Macaroni Zone. And uh, we'll see you soon.
The macaroni zone. The macaroni zone. The macaroni zone. The macaroni zone.